Stream this shit. Copy this. tall we can have <coughs> testing yo hey what up what's going on man how are you i'm great you look like you lost some weight yeah, dude, I actually lost like 30 pounds this year. Damn, you look good. Thanks, Where man. are you? Where am I? Yeah. I'm um, actually, me and my friend, hold on, I'm looking, it looks like I'm looking up because you're on my monitor <laughs> and my camera's right there. Yeah. Let me, hold on, let me grab a drink real quick. All right. Oh, hold on, am I coming through the scarlet? Does my sound good? Sounds perfect. Fuck yeah, dude. What kind of mic um, is that? It's uh SM7B. That's what I figured. Yeah, that's like the podcasting mic, right? Yeah, it's the Joe Rogan mic. Man, I got to get one of those. Dude, they're freaking So is this live? Like so how does this how does this go? Okay, so this is how it works. Um okay. we get on a Zoom call. Uh we talk yeah. to each other. I'm recording this locally to my computer. I'll edit it later and post it up. Um, and then also I stream it to Twitch in case anyone wants to catch it live. And then in case my recording fails or something, it's also on Twitch. Got you. And this is only to your patrons? Or this is public. So these these podcasts are now public. Um, I'm okay. going to be editing them and like picking out like the gems and posting those on Patreon. Cool. Got you. Um. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really nice. Good. Yeah, I know this mic. I mean, I do like all my vocals on this mic. Yeah. It's like sick. All right. So Gus Glasser, thank you for being <laughs> here. Uh, MC Jim Nasty. Is that right? Yeah, that's just some name. Jim Nasty. <laughs> Where does that come from? Just like summer camp in like seventh grade, dude. What were you doing in the gym? I used to be a gymnast. Mm. That was like, I used okay. to like, like hardcore compete around the country. Holy um, shit. What, what, I would do a backflip in the back, but I don't really have a lot of room. <laughs> what were your um, events? I mean, like, let me just say that I was the worst on the team. I was the co I was the comic relief teammate because okay. the coach was the coach was pretty bad. Like, not nah, he was a great coach, but not a great person. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I did all around, but like, the only reason I was really competing with them is because like, I just showed up enough and like I wasn't good enough to like on the like, I wasn't on their level. 
Did you do the rings where you have to like I did do the rings? Yeah. Wow. I did like I mean, dude, I, I I told myself when I hit a million streams, I will I was I was gonna post my old routines. Yeah. I never did that, but I should post them. Oh wow. Pretty you funny. still have that footage? I still have the footage, dude. It's That's still there. Cool, man. Dude, so what you been up to, man? It's, um, it's been a minute. We haven't talked really since um like when I met yeah. you. Yeah, so for anyone watching this, we met back in 2019, I believe, around March, because uh, yeah. Oren was having, I went there two weekends back to back, and I'm not sure which one it was, but one weekend was for a show, a headline show, and one weekend was for a release party. Do you have any idea what was going on when we met? We were just playing music and shit. I think it was okay. a stay down release party. Right. It was the release party. We I, got a big I met Airbnb. Joker, and I met... Um... Yeah. Yeah, Joker, uh, Joker, LB was there, W was there, um, Ghost was there, a whole bunch of people. Um, it was just a good time. Like, yeah, that, uh, that was a fun night. Yeah, that was, you know, so I always knew you were talented, but to hear you live, like freestyling or kind of singing the songs that you had, um, that was a great experience because we were all just kicking in the living room. We had the Thanks, little uh, speaker playing, um, and people just take turns. Yeah, that's that dude. That's that like the that's the best way to play music is like yeah. in an intimate setting I found. So what is, where are you? You didn't answer me. Oh, sorry. Um, so me and my friend rented out a studio space in the goat farm, which is like a, a little area in Midtown. Um, Wait, a goat farm? No, it's called the goat farm. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there, I think there is an actual goat part of it, but it, it's just like a bunch of rooms. There's like 300 studios out here. Like okay. not even like music, but just like photography and film. And like, there's a blacksmith class out here. Like there's a bunch of shit going on. Interesting. There's a okay. plant store. So you've been <laughs> making music there. Yeah. So this has been like a recent development. Um, so let me talk to the mic. Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been here for about maybe two months. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so, so what, like, you, what have you like, been up to? It's like, it's like my office. This podcast is not oh, about sorry, me. You cut out. Oh, oh. You? well, you know what? This is this is my thing about about podcasts. It's like, yes, it's it's not about you, but it is about you. So I'm gonna ask you questions also, <laughs> okay? Because this is yeah, this is works. yeah. Um, what have I been up to, dude? So I have been, I've, you know, working with some management now, and just been like releasing, really building up my own artist page. Sorry, I don't okay. Know um, because I was gone for a minute and had to get some stuff right, like mm. mentally, and um. So now that I'm back, I just needed to, I don't know, just focus on being an artist. Yeah. Then like singing on all my records and just kind of seeing the best way to grow. That's like what we're focusing on. Okay. Well, that's cool. You got some management. You're back in the game. Yeah, dude. Yeah, back, man. I, we missed you. Um, well, was, thank you. It was a while. And then you came back and I've noticed you've also been putting out a bunch of like other content, right? Or like kind of mental health stuff and just kind of talking about... Um, you know, just vulnerable issues. Yeah. I mean, to get like specific and like, I don't mind saying this, like, cause it's something I want to talk about more, but it's like, it was okay. like addiction, you know, okay. that got me, um, like that, that I needed help to solve. And, um, I think I still deal with a lot of like other mental health issues. A lot of, the, a lot of stuff is like worked out quite well recently. So it's like, I've definitely put a lot of work in, but like, mm -hmm. I think it's such a big part of life. And I think yeah. like younger generation people's tend to, it's just a big topic of conversation. So it's like, I think that I've always wanted it to be brought to social media more. And the only way it's going to be brought there is if like people bring it there. And so, right. you know, it's hard sometimes to like kind of know what to say about it, but I just, I just want to try. That's really yeah. I try. No, I think it's, I think it's awesome. Um, Cause my whole thing is, 
you know, similar, like social media is so much just about like kind of boasting and, you know, posting all the wins and not really letting people into your actual life. Um, and especially the negative things that happen. But I mean, shit, you got a platform right now and you want to tell us kind of like what happened or like, yeah, I don't mind. Um, yeah. So basically I, so where we met, I was like, Pretty, I was in a pretty bad spot, quite honestly. Mm. I remember, I, <laughs> I remember, I got super drunk. Do you remember this? Like, I got super drunk, and we, and I was like, kept hugging you for some reason. I was just, that you were sounds just like, about right. I thought you were just a nice guy. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's definitely part of it. But I, <laughs> that's certainly what happened. Um, so, dude, like, I couldn't stop smoking. That was really the main thing that got me. Okay. And um, I was actually telling the story to a friend earlier today, but just like, I couldn't stop. I tried various methods. It got there. Were you talking about like, weed? Yeah, it was okay. mostly weed, really. That I mean, I was doing like I mean, I was drinking. I was doing like psychedelics too, and uh-huh. abusing like ADHD meds and stuff. But um, it was mostly the weed that I felt like really, just like had a hold on me, and I couldn't yeah. explain it. Um, and so like I tried to stop for like months and months and months, and I was just getting worse and worse. And I just kind of knew that like you know, nothing was going to change in my life. And like, I knew I was not, my behavior was not matching that of like what my goals were and I just couldn't stop. And so I was like, you know what, if I don't end up going to treatment and like getting that sorted, like nothing's going to change. Excuse me. And so I, um, yeah, I went and I was gone for nine months and, um, it was actually in, I'm I'm getting fully into it. I mean, (laughs) it was actually in, um, South Africa. I don't know if I've explained. You went to you. South Africa? Yeah, dude. What the fuck? It's crazy. Do you have, I mean, do you have connections to South Africa or? It was more that like my f- mom's family friends were, uh, son was there and he was doing well. And they're like, Gus, you're going out there. Wow. And so, um, and it was hard. It was, it, it was beautiful. There was amazing parts of it. There were some really difficult parts of it. Um, overall, I would, not be in the position I'm in now if I didn't go. Right. Or if I at least didn't get sober, really. Okay. So yeah, this is an awesome, uh, not awesome, but it's a very interesting topic um, specifically yeah. because uh, for you, the issue is with weed. And that's something that a lot of people don't consider um, a drug even, or something you could be addicted to. Um, yeah, and I think totally. this is a real conversation that needs to be had because a lot of people don't think of it in that same category as something that could really negatively impact your life. And, you know, since we're being honest here, I had an issue with it too. Um, Back in college, I wouldn't say like, so back in college, I smoked a lot um, just because, you know, it was was fun and it was like an escape or whatever. But I also noticed the same thing where like, I wasn't accomplishing anything. You know what I mean? Like you kind of just get through the day and then you smoke and then it's like, you know, that's it. That's what you're working towards kind of. Um, and then when you stop or when I tried to stop, um, it, it had a hold on me and it was, I had physical, you know, issues after that I felt from it to where it was like, wow, this, this is really a powerful substance. Um, yeah. And, I, and yeah, so. How old are you, by the way? I am 27. Okay. 27. Yeah. For some reason, I thought you were much older. Oh, do I look that old? <laughs> no, I know. No, not even that. Just because okay. of like what you've done and what you've accomplished. And stuff. Oh, thank you. But, yeah, yeah, that, no. That's what I'm saying, though, is that none of this would have happened um, if I was smoking weed. Um, I mean, I'm not opposed to it now, but like back then I wasn't doing anything other than what I had to do. Um, yeah. And then once you got done with what you had to do, you smoked and then you just relax. Um, but so, yeah, I think it's it's important for people 
to be vulnerable about their experiences with it and accept that, you know, it can derail you, um, totally. even though it's just like a, you know, a social drug. Yeah, I, it's, it's tough. I think that's like another reason why I've been like apprehensive of like talking about it because it is like, oh, and that's what I thought. I was like, it's just weed. Like what? Like I'm not going to fucking rehab for right. weed, but um, you know, I don't think it like it wasn't about the weed. It was about like what it was doing to me, why mm-hmm. I was using it, and um, the dependence for something to right. to take away. Hmm. Are we having some connectivity issues? I think that weed was just the easiest. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, I think our internet's a little unstable, so if it pauses every once in a while, just power through. Okay, bet. Yeah, it's, it's same here. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh. Like, I, th- I think it would have progressed had I, you know, kept with it. Mm. I, you know, because that's like how it, it, I mean, it progressed like as a kid, like I was doing other stuff as a kid too, like mm. just stupid, stupid things. When I was like 16, my parents were drug testing me. I was like, oh, what can I do to not get, you know, show up on a drug test? But um, yeah, I, I think, and especially like where I was, I was at Georgia State University and like for people who don't know, like everyone smokes weed there. Yeah. Like everyone and so it's like i don't know it, it is quite hard for me to talk about it but it's like yeah there are some real it's not gonna like kill you kill you right. but like there are some serious like it's a catalyst for quite a lot going on and like right. for me i was certainly like emotionally like pretty drained from it and i was just not having what i was doing was not working for me like i felt myself getting more arrogant and like mm. I, was talking, I was talking to a friend about this like super self-absorbed like into myself and like I couldn't get out of that um, with weed. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I, like I said, I just couldn't stop. And I think the way I used was very different than the way most people used that I, that I I was around. Um, And so like, I just, and I felt weak for a long time that I was like, I can't stop. Like why? Like, you know, and and, um, I'm just glad that I'm just glad I'm doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. No, I mean, that's awesome, man. That you, that you got through it and, you know, you're a better place, but yes, especially it's, it's really just about balance, right? Cause you know, everyone who starts using it, it's like, it's just a, for fun, just relax, whatever. But then when it starts becoming something that you can do instead of more productive things, that's when it kind of becomes an issue. And what's kind of fucked up is that nowadays, if you even bring up this topic, most people will yell at you because they're defensive about their own use of it. And they yeah. don't want to admit that there's a chance that maybe they're not working as hard because of it. You know, it's like, oh, it doesn't affect me like that. Well, I don't know. What are you doing? You know? Yeah. 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 You know, I think it's like I said, it's like, you know, I, I kind of it is my experience. And so like, I'm just, you know, I can only talk about how it's affected me. And like, you know, I just know for me, it's I'm either all or nothing with it. And yeah. it's it's definitely. I don't know, something to be looked at. I think that weed now is also just way stronger. Right. And like than it was, you know, 10, 20 years ago. And so yeah. it's like that's certainly like like affected people like i think to to just deny its effect its negative effect is just i think stupid but right yeah yeah i didn't know i didn't know that like you were struggling with that was it hard for you like when you got when you got off it um yeah so like i i felt that same kind of like powerlessness like where i couldn't stop you know like i would say oh i'll just stop smoking but then when i ran out it's like i gotta get some more you know um and then when i did stop um I, I felt it for the first week probably of like, oh my God, I can't sleep. Um, I can't relax. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. cause that was, you know, the crutch. Um, 
and a lot of people use it. But so are you totally sober now? Or totally what's... sober, dude. Okay. How's that been? You feel a lot better? I feel a lot more. Ah, okay. That <laughs> so makes sense. I, I, for a long time, I didn't feel better hmm. because like I would say that like getting sober kind of exposed a lot of shit going on within me right? rather than like taking it away. Um, so that was quite difficult First, I would say first year and a half was really tough. And like, I'm kind of like almost on two years. Um, it's getting easier. It's getting yeah. better. Uh, overall, I mean like my music is so much better. Right. Like I, was, I was talking about with with a friend who's like, you know, kind of in that space and like, is trying to get out, you know, and, and like, he's worried about his like music. And I, I wasn't too worried about the creativity. Cause I, like I, I'm just so happy. Like my life is so full today, mm-hmm. and like I'm just such a much better friend and a much better, um, much better artist, much better son, much better like c- uh, citizen to yeah. the world. So, um, well, what do you consider yeah. makes you better now? Like, um, just like what actions or behaviors do you feel like are different now? Well, I think I'm a lot more present with people. Mm. I think that I, I think that before I, it was impossible for me to like hear what they were saying like literally like the voice in my head was too loud wow it was literally just too it was too noisy and so like now it's like i'm able to i could never remember anyone's names i've met people (laughs) four or five times (laughs) and like by the by the fifth time they're like you're kind of an asshole and i'm like and i'm like you know like (laughs) unspoke and so i remember names um i can you know sustain healthy living um like like you like like, as you commented on earlier which i appreciate and um yeah, I think, you know, I'm allowed, I'm around a lot of people in recovery all the time. Okay. And so, like, you know, when you're in a community of people who are actively trying to get better, like, you're going to follow suit. Or right. Because you're going you're, to miss out if you don't. Yeah. So that's how I feel. Um, yeah, like, I mean, look, I'm like, I'm, I'm still kind of the same guy, but, uh, like, I still have, some, like, a lot of flaws. Like, I'm, I'm late quite a lot. I um, still find myself self-absorbed sometimes, but, like... <clears throat> Yeah, overall, it's just like I'm a much able, much more able to be myself. I don't know. There's a lot there. I feel like I'm just right. rambling, but no, that's good. I yeah, and sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot or talk about anything like super, you life, know, emotional or whatever. But um, <laughs> it's all good, dude. Yeah, like, no, this is a conversation I never expected to have on a podcast. So um, well, I'm actually, not- I actually wanted to ask you. I mean, like, yeah. cause we hadn't talked in a minute, and so I was like, I was wondering what you wanted, like, why you brought me here. Like, I like, oh. I'm just curious. Okay. Yeah. So the main reason was I got all those fucking story tags from the TikTok video that apparently you posted that I have a playlist <laughs> and I charge for spots and I don't do that. Um, and so everyone's oh. hitting me up and I'm like, <laughs> Hey, uh, I know you saw a TikTok video. I don't do that. Um, you can enter my contest though. And so I've been like trying to redirect people there, but, uh, yeah, I just put you back on my radar. Okay. Got it. Good. Well, I'm glad it, I'm glad it worked. I uh, apologize for the misinformation. Nah, that's okay. So you've been doing TikTok now or what's the... Dude, it is the move. Okay. Oh, uh, It is like, so I actually wanted to ask you this, why I haven't seen you there. Oh, yeah. I tried it before. Um, I couldn't figure out the content for me, right? Because my content's very different than, you know, artists or um, someone like that. And I just, I don't know. I couldn't figure out anything that I felt like posting and I felt overwhelmed with how much content I'm trying to make already. Um, so yeah, I, I, I do want to grow it. It's just something I haven't put energy into. So that's like, I totally get it. I think, I think you'd do great there. Okay. I think you'd find the right people. And I think that a lot of what I've 
done there. I don't know if you've seen any of my content there. I saw two. So, uh, so the other day I was on, so I just met this guy on Instagram. He joined the Patreon and I checked out his, his page and I saw a clip on his page that had your face. And I was like, holy shit, this guy looks exactly like Gus. <laughs> so I thought this new guy that I just met um, was your doppelganger. And so I sent that to Oren. I was like, yo, this guy looks exactly like Gus. And he's like, you know, that's Gus, right? I'm like, what? <laughs> and so I saw that it had the TikTok uh, symbol on it. And then it was just, it was one of your TikTok videos that someone had posted um, without any context really. Um, and so yeah, I mean, I've seen that video, and then of course I saw the one. I don't even know what video that was. Of, of uh, you're like, like at a construction site or something, maybe. Oh, dude, because I've been so I work in a parking lot. Okay, and it's become the brand, dude. Like I'll like make TikToks at work. Okay, and it's it's I hate work, so I make TikToks. <laughs> yeah, so I've seen you around like without even trying to see your content, which is kind of crazy. So how did you get into TikTok, and and what have you been posting, and and how's that been working out? Um. Short answer, it's amazing, and I think, dude, you just, I think you post, if you post, like, what your content is now, I think, maybe rework it a little bit, like, and spend some time on it, dude, like, it's just another place where there's a community of people waiting right. to consume and support and help. Okay. God damn it. Sorry, I'm getting a call. Um, I started consistently October, um, and so... Like, I was just like, all right, like, I'm not going to miss out on this opportunity. Like, mm. I was more afraid of, like, it, like I was thinking, all right, it's going to be two years from now in two years. I'm either going to have TikTok content or not. Right. And so, excuse me, sorry, the LaCroix <laughs> making, making its way up. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was just kind of like, all right, like, let me just try it out. I kind of, what excited me about it was that it was a community. It was like the first time I've ever really posted content because I've never really been like that. And I've always wanted to. And I always felt like, you know, I know I, I got a solid personality. Like if I really put some effort into it, I could do it. Now I was scared about doing it on Instagram because like everyone I know is there. So like everyone's going to see me trying to be this person. Uh, and I'm like, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to talk about that with you. And so I, I had this whole thing. I could just start this whole persona on mm -hmm. and, or kind of like, start fresh with and and that was awesome and so like yeah. in the beginning it was like literally one follower a day like I, I remember you know how like you have people on instagram who are like tiktok famous they'll be like 750k in their bio whatever and i was like i have like five followers on yeah. tiktok in my bio um but dude all of a sudden man things started picking up i started i literally made a video the, the first big video i had was about playlisting Someone commented, hey, how do I promote my songs? And I said, all right, let's do this. It took me like yeah. 10 minutes to make. And it was basically like a lot of the stuff you talk about in your guide. Uh -huh. And it blew up. Got like uh -huh. hundreds of thousands of plays. And Hell then yeah. from there, like it's helped my Spotify growth. It's helped. I, I feel like I have fans now for like the first time ever. <laughs> um, I just had a TikTok the other day get like a million views. Holy it's crazy. Yeah. And it's like – and it, it, it's weird though because – converting growth from there to Spotify like takes time and I'm right. still figuring it out but man I love it dude I really like posting there so yeah so some people don't that's okay so how did you start like what what was your first video about on TikTok my very first one was like how to make hi-hat rolls I would say like the first okay so it's it's there was like four or five videos where I was just like trying it out just like random videos in August August and September then October I was at work all like for seven hours doing nothing. And I was like, 
let me just start. And so I just like I, the first month of TikTok was just singing songs. Yeah. Singing songs I wrote. And they got a couple hundred views. Like, you know, some people here, some people there. Like one person came over to my Instagram. Like, like it, like I just, I just saw the potential. And yeah. then I started posting my music and my music started doing well there. And then now it's just like gone up. Right. So that's kind of what I've noticed is that a lot of TikTok um, influencers, I guess, which you are now, Gus Glasser, um, <laughs> a lot of those influencers, they build up a, like a brand, I guess, of something that provides value to the followers. So like for you, it could be the information um, yeah. for other people. It's like, you know, those funny videos, dance videos, like just just some kind of like entertainment or information. Um, and then what I've noticed is that a lot of them have trouble converting that fan base into supporting them on their main goals yeah so like with trying to get them to go listen to you on spotify um it's kind of difficult it seems like especially with sometimes the age range or the demographic of the tiktok followers but so you have seen growth from that though for sure i mean uh i've had my biggest month on spotify this month as far as followers okay. go hell yeah from it. and so it's like like i think it's just I mean, I'm sure you've watched Gary Vee's content, yeah. but like, and so he, you know, makes it a point to be very like religious about the community of people supporting you. And so like, I am all about any, anybody who reaches out to me, I respond. Yeah. Anybody. Maybe there's like one DM right now that I'm like sitting on that I haven't responded. <laughs> um, but a lot of people have reached out from TikTok onto Instagram and from even TikTok. And it's like, like I put a lot of effort into those people. Right. I really do. And so that's what kind of like has, has helped with that, with that growth. Yeah. I've seen artists that I'm now friends with who are doing well on TikTok who have, I've seen it done. I would say it's hard to do, but yeah. I've seen incredible things happen. There was a playlister on TikTok who started promoting his playlist, blew up, got 200,000 likes on the playlist. Wow. Crazy. Absolutely yeah. crazy. And so, and then now he has like six other ones with like 60,000 and like 8,000. And it's just like, like he, he built his brand making playlists. Right. Um, I've seen people blow up their songs on TikTok. I've seen people like, so I know it's possible. I just kind of got to figure out, all right, like I just got to tell myself to be patient because today I was getting kind of a little antsy. Like, why isn't this working yet? Blah, blah, blah. Even mm -hmm. though like it is working. It's just. Yeah. yeah, I gotta, I gotta take, take time. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I've seen it with seen... Apple Music, dude. I've seen it help there. Like the floor is slowly increasing. Um, like, like I said, I have, a, I have for the first time ever, I have a community of people. I don't know how big, quite honestly, because the follower count is like doesn't really matter. Right. <laughs> um, but I have a community of people who fuck with me, like that I don't know. Yeah. So. That's dope, man. Yeah. No, I mean, congrats on the success. Thank you. Um. And then it's out there for you, dude. Like the like, <laughs> like I'm saying, like a lot of like I kind of went the like the value of knowledge part mm. because like I didn't feel like I could make funny videos or whatever. I sometimes I can, but I don't know. Um, dude, you got so much knowledge that you can just give out there, bro. That people will soak up. Yeah, I seriously believe okay. that. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. Um, I'll I'll, I'll try it again just because of you. Um, yeah, but be patient with it yeah. because you'll see it. Like once you see a little, once you see a little bit, you'll see what I'm okay. talking about. But I know you're busy. It's like I still I can't even believe you have a job still. I'm like, why aren't you? I thought you I thought you monetized this shit like ages ago. <laughs> nah, man. The music industry is slow money. Um, yeah, it is. I am. Um, How's it about, going? Like, like so it's going really well. Um, I, I've never really talked to anyone about it, but um, financially, it's starting to finally go well. So like, 
I've always found ways to make money in the music industry. Um, you know, like I sold the guides, I did those group classes, I did the contests, um, and those all bring in money. But what I realized was, uh, you can make money once and that's cool. But if it's not coming every month, then it's not a realistic financially stable route. Um, so when I started the Patreon, that kind of became my first taste of like monthly income, you know, it was yeah. subscription based. Um, How many I, members you got? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, two, 294 right now. Um, <laughs> well done, sir. Yeah. So we hit, we hit 300, but every billing cycle we lose some. So that's just how it goes. But yeah, for the first time, you know, I have like you, a, a community of people that, you know, that really fuck with me. I got a discord server that's private just for all the patrons. Um, I do all these different benefits, um, like the giveaways that we're doing now. So like we're getting brand sponsorships. With, with the so the eyeball hasn't come through yet. They're just going to send me one free, but the Mackie, they hooked us up. They, they gave me a free gear bundle and then they gave one to someone at the last contest. They're hooking up the next contest. Um, yeah, dude. so it's, it's starting to work. And then, yeah, That's financially, crazy. like it's, it's the first time I've ever had, um, reliable income from the music industry and with Patreon, there's no overhead. So, you know, it's just me in here making videos, making content, um, talking to people like you and, yeah. uh, it's, it's working. So I, think I don't know. That, that was, I was, I've always been impressed. I think I've told you this before, but you know, cause we haven't talked in a minute, but it's like, I've always been like looking at you and being like, Oh, this guy like does shit. So, like, <laughs> I'm, like seriously, dude. I mean, it's been like an honor to watch like you go from managing Oren at the fucking Asian restaurant to like, <laughs> yeah. to like, dude, like building, you know, the studio right. that was so sick to watch. And then like, yeah. now it's like, I'm very happy that this is going well for you. Thank you, I'm, man. Like, Good shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I ate a lot of shit. I'm um, not going to lie. You know, there's a lot of, there's so much stuff that I had to put up with and so much stuff I had to do for free. Um, and like, you know, building the studio by hand that took a whole year and all my savings and one paycheck at a time. Wow. <clears throat> and so, I, it's, yeah, I didn't realize that. That's crazy. That's then, awesome, dude. That's so inspiring. And then even Seriously. when we did the rap house stuff and had the touring artists come through, um, super successful, you know, Earl Sweatshirt, Jack Harlow, Chris yeah. Webby, Ari Lennox. Awesome. But the majority of it for me was going to the show and working the merch table and then coming back and cleaning up the house and doing all the sheets and <laughs> vacuuming. Like that's what that was um, mostly. And then I just got the one picture to post on my Instagram. I didn't realize that all that was behind. <laughs> yeah. The um, the one Jack Harlow picture. Right. That's, yeah, man. It's honestly, it's pretty funny, but like, that's like, would you, is, are you, is that something you're interested in like opening back up when? Yeah. Um... So once, I mean, it's a great way to make connections. Um, and it's just, it's an asset that I have that I can provide value to other people and then totally. build relationships that way. So, um, Jack Harlow, at least they said the tour manager said that they want to come back as soon as they can. So that's, fuck yeah, uh, dude, that's so sick. Uh, I mean, the fact that he blew up like right after that, I think what's popping came out like a month or two after he's here. And then shortly after the remix with fucking Lil yeah. Wayne and yeah. Um, so he's way bigger now, but if he still wants to come back, that would be a blessing. Get um, ready. Get those sheets ready. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's 12. <laughs> it's like 12 people every time a tour comes through. How much is it? Uh, What do you mean? Like how much is the rap house for a night? Oh, it's free for them. I don't charge them. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I do all this for. Oh, free. I thought you charge them. No, nah, no. Nah. So some artists um, who are less established, I charge. 
but uh, in general, it's it's free for the touring artists that are, you know, uh, established. And then, yeah, for me, it's I'm cooking for 12 people. I'm getting beds ready for 12 people. I'm doing, oh, all, the sheets, doing all the vacuuming, helping out with the show, running to Guitar Center when their fucking monitors break. That's right. Uh, just just being there to support in any way I can. Yeah. And then also, like, I know this is a little tangent, but I, the, I was like, I kind of wanted to re- a reference of how this would go. So I listened to the Michael Waves episode mm-hmm. all the way through. Okay. Gems, sweet gems all the way. Yeah, that was a great talk. That shit was that shit was sick, dude. Because I've like I've never performed performing live. Like, oh, okay. My, because like you know I was in no position to do it before I left. Right when I got back, Rona hit. Hmm. Um, and so I've done like two shows since, but like my monthly income is hopefully gonna come from streaming. That's like kind of right. what I'm looking at. But um, yeah, I didn't know you were doing it for free or cooking and just dude. like. Yeah, it's um, there's only been like a couple artists that I've charged. And, um, and that was because so one of them I charged because they decided to stay. So like I had them come for one night while they were doing the show and then they ha- they decided to stay for four more nights. Um, so I had to charge them. <laughs> yeah, for those you had to, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they loved it enough to stay, which was cool. But, you know, I and then paying for the engineer because I have to pay whoever engineers in here if it's not me. Um, you so have to that, pay the engineer. Yeah. So that comes they don't out pay the engineer. Pocket. Nah, no. Nah. What? Um, yeah. So it, it, I mean, it depends on the situation, but in general, like I'm taking all the all the losses on this, and damn. Yeah. So that's hustle, dude. A lot of wow. work. And Even more fucking, respect, bro. And fucking, I'm up till two, three o'clock with them after the show, and then I gotta go to work the next day. So it's like it's a struggle, dude. Yeah, you need you you need to tell that story more yeah that's I the first time to. i'm hearing it i'm blown away that's that's incredible yeah. i just imagine you in like a maid outfit like just fucking like <laughs> running around dusting the no. bro um and that's the thing man I, i'll get a text sometimes like two hours before they decide to come and then i gotta get the whole fucking house ready you know and it's like it is it's just purely laundry and doing laundry for 12 beds takes a long time <laughs> you got 12 beds in there yeah like yeah. 12 bedrooms or just like uh so there's it's a five bedroom house. Um, this is the studio's one bedroom. My bedroom is another bedroom. So those are off limits. Um, but there's three bedrooms and then there's two living rooms. Um, and okay. so uh, there's a bunk bed. There's like six beds and then there's like a dozen air mattresses. So whatever they need. Wow. That's that's legit, dude. I love it. Yeah. So that I, love it. Um, I hope it, I hope it works out for you fully, dude. Like, thank you. When shit comes back. Yeah. Yeah. The goal was always to make this a rental pretty much like have it running full time as a tour lodging. And then I could go live somewhere else and I could just pay someone to clean up. Um, and then I can just come I'll by and meet the people. <laughs> yeah. I had someone it. vacuuming in exchange for studio time at one point that was working out well, but, um, dude, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, man. Um, and then the engineer at the time, he got to live here for free. So he wasn't getting, he wasn't charging for anything. Um, but, that's sick, dude. Yeah. Wow. That's, there's a lot there. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, let me ask you another question because this is my podcast now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, obviously playlisting is like kind of, it's not the move anymore, unfortunately. Right. So now what I'm now, I, you know, my answer to this is TikTok, but I'm still trying to find out other ways. Like I got a release coming up, you know, March 19th, and I'm just trying to find out other ways to promote it. And I'm just wondering like what y'all, you're still working with Oren and Don Easy, right? Uh, Donze, Oren, Ramosa. Um, okay. So those are the three guys, but, but like, what's, what do you like? 
obviously you don't have to give away your best secrets, but it's like, oh no, fuck it. I'll do it. It's my podcast. Yeah. Um, no, it's mine. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, playlisting is fucking, it's so oversaturated and it's so full of fake shit um, is the only way to say it. Because what I noticed was that they're able to fake the stats that they didn't used to be able to fake. So like before, if you get on a bad playlist, you'd see that your ratios were terrible. There'd be a bunch of red flags. Nowadays, um, it's so easy for them, apparently, that you get on playlists, it's bots, but they can also fake all the ratios that they couldn't before. What do you mean like ratios? So uh, there's two ratios that I really consider as far as a song's success or performance. Um, and that is a uh, stream per listener. So of those who listened, did they listen okay. more than once? Um, totally. So two to one, three to one is good. And then of the people who listened, how many saved? So like a 10% ratio, 20% is really good of, you know, 20% of everyone who heard the song liked it enough to save it to their library. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Um, so in the past, if you were on a bad playlist, those would be zero. You know, you get zero saves, um, exactly one to one stream per listener. But now um, I'll, one of my artists, he paid a company. Um, he's just like, Hey, should I do this? I'm like, I don't care. And so he went and he paid, got the, the playlist promo package. And this motherfucker, he got like 400,000 streams and he got like tens of thousands of saves, tens of thousands of follows um, all within that same trajectory. And I was like, Holy shit, they can fake that now. Um, wow. And he knew so it was fake right off the bat. Yes. Yeah, so they fake everything. So wow. the playlist market, I think followers. Yeah. And then they go away right after you stop paying. So it's what? It's it's bots. It's just all bots. Oh, dude, that um, is such a blue ball. Yeah, they just figured out how to how to improve what they were faking. So the only the only red flag I've had with fake playlists is they all get the like I've gotten like I've got I've done it for a couple clients and like I'll get two of their two of their songs on one playlist and they'll get the exact same amount of streams. Oh right, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch like, of red flags like every that. month, and I'm like, this is. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so yeah so what are you doing now to like yeah like, so you know as here's the here's the sauce man um all right give it give it to me spotify algorithmic playlists are the best most substantial sustainable growth you can have um discover weekly and release radar that's how we started um so oren's success came from spice mainly as his first single that we pushed we got it on a few independent playlists. Um, it broke the threshold, as I call it. Spotify picked it up for Discovery Weekly, and it spiked week over week um, until totally. it was getting like 20,000 listeners one Monday. Um, and that was just like in the first couple months of us starting out. So that's how we started, and that's still kind of the gold standard um, if you can hit those, uh, those algorithms. So the way that you trigger those algorithms are fairly fairly easy um you have to get a few thousand streams um just so that it stands out um because there's so much music on spotify they can't put every song on an algorithmic playlist so you get a few thousand streams then your song's kind of in the running and then if you have good ratios so the ratios that i was explaining earlier that's what you want so typically what i suggest for clients if this was like a consultation you got a song coming out on the 19th i would say do two things um, do a pre-save contest before the release and then do a post-save contest after the release. And okay. what I'd say is have the song drop on a Saturday. Um, and so you'll not run a Friday. up, not a Friday. Um, so you'll have it drop on a Saturday and you'll do pre-saves up until the drop um, to build up those first week uh, save to listener ratios, because if everyone saved it, even if your actual ratios aren't that good, it'll kind of like 
inflate it. Um, yeah, okay, have those totally. saves. And then once it drops, do another contest, give away 100 bucks, 200 bucks or something, just encourage people to save it um, and stream it. And if you do that, you have from Saturday until Friday when the release radar comes out because you came out, your song dropped right after release radar. So you have a full week to keep inflating those ratios before it gets considered for release radar. So you have two full weeks to really get those saves. Um, so you do the pre-save, you do the post-save. And when you're doing the post-save, um, you're just trying to keep running up those saves. And so, so by the time would, it gets Friday. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Why would dropping on a Friday not matter uh like, like, like why would that one day like be a problem so if you drop on friday you're going to go on to release radar that friday oh that day yeah oh. you know i mean so if you do that you don't have as much time to keep building up those ratios before that first release radar so in theory you'll hit a lot more release radars if you have that extra week of, of pushing the song okay before it lands on release pushing radar. a song that's already out because like we yeah. we just we distribute like three weeks in advance yeah so look at the whole time and so to to pick well, okay that's it's a good idea i appreciate that right so there's a, a case study that i had with don zay from last year where he had a song coming out he's like hey man i want some more streams um and i was like okay get me some pre-saves so he went out he got only like 19 pre-saves or something um but it triggered uh, the release radar and he spiked and he hit you know he broke 10,000 monthly listeners for the first time he went from like 2,000 to 10,000 um, in a day because he finally got some pre-saves and he hit release radar and it kept spiking so. okay so the last so this is that god damn people are just calling me a lot all right um you don't hear the ring right no nah. all right cool it's just in my head yeah, that's cool um so like I what I've noticed what my managers have taught me um are that like the so right now like what what's lacking is like 70 70 percent of my streams i think like 69 percent of my streams are coming from third-party playlists okay and so i've kind of like built up my relationships there i like basically any song i've had I, I have that comes out i could be like yo like i have enough people at my you know right i don't want to say disposable but you know what i mean like at you my have a uh, network of playlists network of playlisters yeah. ex certainly and so right now i'm i know that save ratios are in like the any anywhere between five and 10%. So they're not like horrible, but like, you know, they could be a little better. Right. Um, and the profile catalog is only like 27%. Right. And so I heard that if you bring those up more, Spotify is going to bring, cause you're bringing more people to Spotify rather than Spotify bringing people to you. That makes sense. And so like, so those, that's a number I'm trying to get up more from mm -hmm. TikTok, And so, you know, because I really want to hit those release radars. Like I had 50 pre-saves on the last thing I released in January and it didn't really get picked up by anything. Hmm. Well, what were the ratios on it? I can check. Um, yeah. So typically if it doesn't get picked up, um, it's usually because they, the ratios weren't strong enough typically. Yeah. And that's probably like what it is. And like, I'm, and like what what's great about what I'm doing this year is like I'm releasing 30 songs this year okay. just because of like I have music from before I left for treatment. I have I didn't make any music during. It's like now I um I have so much backed up on my computer that I just need to get it all out. OK, I don't know the ratios. They're not really coming up. But like, the, the you know, the point is they're not amazing. But um yeah, so I'm just trying to like focus on not third party playlisting streams, kind of keep the ones right. I have already and then try to bring up the other side and see how that goes.
But, I, yeah. but what I've done with TikTok and what's great is that, you know, like when you pre-save, you follow. And so like, because like TikTok is going well, I have new people coming in every, mm-hmm. every release. So I just hit them up for the pre-save and then they right. follow. And then the next new people that come in, I just hit them up and then. Yeah. So that's uh, the other aspect of the pre-save campaign is that with pre-saves, um, you know, whether I always say whether they know it or not, they are going to follow you. Um, which <laughs> seems a little malicious, but if they, if they're, if they're following your song, they should be following you. You know what I mean? Like if they support you, they support you. So, yeah. um, so you, you you want to build up those followers constantly because it's a direct correlation between your follower count and how many release radars you get on and how many listeners you get from release radar. Totally. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's going to build over time, hopefully as you, yeah. Can. And I think like the followers from TikTok, the most followers are, are, are building more than the streams are. Okay. Um, yeah. Which is like fantastic. Cause like that, that means the most to me personally. Right. Um, and so, and we've been running ads, which has been interesting too. But yeah, that's yeah, something I'd... I've started getting into recently. Um, I have a couple videos on Patreon recently from this guy who is kind of like a master at it, I guess. He um he did fifty fifty thousand dollars in merch revenue last year off of ads. What? He sold twenty four thousand tickets for a tour he did off of ads. Who's this? Uh, Menace at Menace Official, I think. He's um, a Patreon member. Yeah, he's in the Patreon. Um, so he did a couple of calls with me and we posted that up. And I tried it right after our, our call and I got eight cent CPC on my first time trying to run an ad. In the um, US? Yeah. And wow. it was like, so I don't know, it blew me away. Um, and we got, and so I was testing on one of Ramosa's songs and we actually got some streams, some followers, and it got added to um, someone's playlist just from the ad that I ran for a couple of days. So I can definitely see that working out in the future. Yeah. I'm going to have to look at that. And this is, this is on your Patreon yeah. content. Okay. Bet. I'm definitely going to look that up. Yeah. So there's two videos. There's the first video where we walk through and it's kind of like uh, the basics. And then there's a second follow-up call um, where we look at what I saw and then what he changed for me to tweak it. Okay. Perfect. Wow. Um, and then we're also going to do a live workshop um, in the future with all anyone who wants to come and, and walk through it. We'll basically just send out, hey, we're doing this event. Um, you need to get some of your ad content should look like this, should be like this. And then we'll all meet up and on a live call, you know, you can set up your ads with us. And if you have questions, um, he'll answer it. And um, so that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, it's been interesting running. I mean, like, luckily, like, I'm just like running ads is not something I want to do. And like, I'm happy to pass that responsibility off, but it is like a bit interesting that like, it feels like we have to run, well, like what they, this is what they said. It's like, we have to run multiple ads to get the type of data so that the ads can be better. Right. And that's, that's what I learned too. So I learned about that. Um, and then pixel. So I never knew about pixel, but apparently anytime someone clicks on your website, you can, you, you store that data in your pixel and then you can use that to target them later. So that's why if you ever click on something and then you, you get out of it and then later you get an ad for it, that's why it's because they track your, your traffic. So I finally put that on my website. So now everyone who goes there, I can eventually target later for, you know, whatever I'm trying to push, but are you running ads to your website? Uh, no, I'm going to try. I'm going to start eventually. What's your website? I don't even know you have your, website. uh, Nick, the manager. That's why I assume Nick, the manager.com. Yeah. So it's Nick just the manager.net. It all comes from my Instagram bio, but, um, you know, I get a few thousand clicks there. And once I have, now that I have the pixel, it's storing that data. And so I can just target all those people later if I want to do 
contests or that's malicious patreon or nah (laughs) no that no not at all um yeah that's wild yeah all this stuff is just and like um something you're talking about with michael it's just like because i reached out to him and i was like yo dude like that shit was dope and he was like thank you um but like you constantly got to learn yeah you constantly gotta like just like oh yeah like, and michael did another ad walkthrough for us um with tone den if you've heard of tone den that's what they use yeah that's what my managers use yeah yeah so michael did a walkthrough um another patreon video where he breaks down his ads and he got like five cents cpc or something uh, on his first try so tone den oh. seems pretty cool too so what we're doing which has been interesting is we're running ads in like second world countries third world countries okay or like second tier markets Oh. Um, and getting like two, three CPCs. Interesting. That makes sense. Like Philippines, Mexico, and Brazil are yeah. where we're targeting. Like we're not even doing, cause it got too expensive with you, with us, uh, competing against the other ads. Yeah. Yeah. It got like, so we got up to like 17. I was like, I just, just, I'm not, mm. I don't want to pay $1 for five people to click on an ad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so like, they're just like, because like TikTok can essentially do the same thing. Right. It's Which just, basically your own ads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm advertising myself every day on there, essentially. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know how we got there, but that was... No, nah, that's good. We don't usually get into that much technical stuff, but I, I like talking about it, so... Yeah, I, you know, it's interesting, man. Like, I enjoy the marketing and the, uh, like, just the, the what you got, like, what what's next, you know? Yeah. There's so much going on. I think, like, something that I think, which is cool with the Patreon, is, like, you've been able to monetize... Um, your movement for a while and that's not necessarily something that i'm i'm looking for yet but in the next like three years i think i'd be ready yeah i mean it's definitely a good move and it's a little easier for me um just because i, I put out like information yeah. um, and that's something that people see as valuable as artists you got to really have like diehard fans um to support you on something like patreon but you know if you if you work it in a way to where it brings them value like Hey, if I get enough patrons, I can go on tour and come meet you guys because I don't have to work in my day job, something like that. You know, if you get them behind something and you make yeah. it a community effort, um, they're more willing to support, I think. Yeah, I, it's yeah, it's just a game of trying stuff. Yeah. I don't see that necessarily for myself, but I could, t- but I mean, a lot of people do it, especially on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. How's it going with Oren? Like, how, how are y'all doing? Um, I haven't talked to, I've talked to him like, you know, on and off social media, but like not nothing yeah. super big. Yeah. Um, so I've, I haven't talked about this much, but, uh, we're not as close anymore. Um, I think uh, the pandemic had a big effect on us because we weren't able to see each other for like a year. And then we both kind of focused on our own things. Um, you know, I was building up Nick, the manager, which, you know, in turn is, is going to help him. Um, because yeah it's a community of people who know things and people to collaborate with. And then for touring next time, we'll have a people in every city to, to connect with. Um, but so I was building up that and then he was working on his music and like trying to get, you know, healthy physically and mentally. Um, and then I think we just kind of grew apart. And so we're, we're trying to reconnect. Um, okay. And so, you know, we'll see, but uh, I mean, are y'all like still, in like working together or are you kind of just like in your yeah i mean we are it's just kind of like a gray area right now so okay oh we'll see it's it's yeah, really best, best of luck yeah um but to bring it back to you because it's the <laughs> podcast bro yes this you is the g, g the the a 
Did you, did you um did you say you passed a million streams recently? Yeah, I mean I have on yeah, I have um 2.6. 2.6. Okay. Yeah. On Spotify. And a lo- yeah, and a lot of that shit is like, dude, the guide. <laughs> like it was it was interesting when 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 we hit the guide or when I came across it when I asked for it. I was kind of on the I was on the track of doing it. Like it was it was I, I can't I can't tell whether I came up with the idea where I got it from y'all or intertwined, but like around the same time that, the, that I had the guide, yeah. I was like, Oh wait, I'm like also doing this on my own. Um, so yeah, but the, the, it helped dude. Yeah. Well, like, what helped. I will say is that I'm not some genius. I don't know things that any, I, I don't know any secrets. Um, so a lot of it is kind of like common sense and more of yeah. just putting like connecting dots um, more than uh, revealing secrets or anything like that. No, I think you, but I think like what you do, like above anything, is put in consistent <coughs> effort. Yeah, I try to, Which, man. Yeah, dude. It, I mean, dude, it shows, man. Trust me, bro. Like I've been watching a long time. Like it shows. <laughs> it shows. Yeah. And um, like I didn't put, a, you know, it takes a lot to go put your camera down on a phone and go put up a wall. You know, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. shit's crazy. Um, yeah. So that's been. So yeah, that, I mean, that's quite a nice accomplishment. I think, like I said, because of TikTok, like the follower i've had a hundred followers in spotify this month wow and i've never had i've never had that that type of growth before yeah um yeah so do you think um is that where a lot of your focus is going to be social media wise on tiktok more than instagram or anything like that 100 percent. okay because most of my posts on instagram are only seen by like if anything at most 20 percent of people who aren't following me right at at the very most yeah. um sometimes like one or two yeah Every post on TikTok, almost every single post is seen by people that don't follow me. That's, yeah. So it is, it's very much like running ads. Yeah. It, but now yeah. the problem is almost every post is seen by people that don't follow you. Yeah. So, so the people who, who do are. follow you, it's, it's up in the air. Right. Um, so it, it's, so it, it's kind of, but that is where I think YouTube is something in the works. Um, I don't know, man. I just like, it's just so much time, dude. It's like, I don't want to be the people are a fan of me on TikTok, Right. And because they're a fan of me, they go to the music. That's what you want. I think that is what you, you know what that, I don't know. That's how you make fans, bro. They, they, that is how you make music. Yeah, of, of course. But I think that the more I do that, the more I focus on me and oh, not the music. Got you. Yeah because then it's not necessarily you know what i mean it's like yeah so i don't know it's just a weird space i mean i think that like one i'm very young and so i have i'm 22 so it's like i have the entire life i'm doing this with my life so i might as well freaking figure it out yeah um and it doesn't really matter how long it's just like i don't know it's that's it's a weird space that that's what i see working now and i've never seen it work before Mm -hmm. in my life so i'm just like dude i'm going for it that's what i'm saying yeah don't don't overthink it, you know, whatever's working yeah. and just keep investing into that. Like for me, um, that's why I went so hard with the Patreon because it was starting to work. Um, it's like, well, shit, I'm seeing some progress. I'm going to put more energy and more effort into this. Um, and then the rewards keep coming back because that's what's working. I'm not going to keep trying to force things that aren't working. So in your case, I think it's, I know you want it to be about the music, but it, it's more important that they like you as a person because if you put out a bad song, they're not going to stop following you, you know, because they fuck with you, not just the music. Yeah. And, and you're right. And I think that like, because like 
there's another story I want to tell you in a sec from TikTok, but it's like, it, it is like, it seems long-term. And the more I invest in that time with them, yeah. and the more I ask, how can I support them? And the more I check out their music and the more I, I do that. And like, you know, like the more they stick around. So do you um, feel like a lot of them are artists themselves that you're finding on TikTok? That's a good question. I don't know. Hmm. I think a lot of the ones that really fuck with me are. Okay. That makes um, sense. I think there's some because I think the the art the artists are going to be more likely to reach out. Yeah. Or the like I mean I mean even though me it's like if I if someone if I find a dope song, I reach out to them immediately right. and tell them because it's like in my best interest to do so. And for them it's like I want to let them know too, yeah. yeah. Um That's a good question. I don't know. It's really hard to tell who, like, I know the names when they keep popping up on my page, mm -hmm. but it's really hard to tell. I don't have a list. Yeah. Um, so do you also, have, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, do you have like a, a general strategy for converting those names on TikTok into Instagram followers and Spotify followers, or is it just kind of happening? It's kind of just happening. I, I mean, I know the people who comment on my shit a lot. Yeah. Um, and so I'll, I'll message them personally. Anytime I have pre-save, I message them personally. Okay. I message everyone personally. That's what you um, gotta do, man. Yeah, I love it, dude. I mean, like, I I'm I'm super about it. Like, I just I think what helps is like I'm I'm good with people, mm -hmm. um, and so I'd like to think so. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe the guy is I don't know. Um, and then yeah, so that's that's really where I'm seeing it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it, it's and it's you know like Gary Vee says it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Like I'm supposed to do this for like the next 15 years and see what 100%. happens. And like, I'm totally, I'm totally with that. I know like something's happening and I'm just going to keep going. Right. So what um, I will say um, is that uh, we've made mistakes, I guess you could call them in the past, just from like not knowing better. Um, and one of those is not keeping track of people. So like, as you're gaining these people, you have to do everything you can to, maintain that and keep that information somewhere so like um, do you have like a like excel sheet of like every username no so right now they're they're all my patrons so like my community is in my patreon i know that i know where they all are but okay. over the years there's been so many people that i've personally worked with and helped and had connections with and then it just kind of fell off and i lost them forever and the same with oren you know he's had fans you know for a long time but if they lose touch or they delete their Instagram or, you know, whatever, um, we can't get back to them. So what I suggest is anyone who you do connect with, try and store them somehow, either as like a phone contact, Excel sheet, um, email list, just something where you never lose track of them because it, it, financial stability really comes from that rule of like a thousand super fans, right? If you get a thousand yeah. super fans to pay a hundred dollars a year, you got a hundred K per year and taking that even further, hundred dollars per year is only like $8 per month. You can do that. Um, so if you can get a thousand people, then you win. And the problem is that sometimes you'll get somewhere and then you'll realize, fuck, I have met a thousand people. I just didn't keep track of all of them. And now those don't count. And I got to find new people to support me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good point. I, something we were discussing was a SMS list. Yeah. That, that's than, huge. The only problem is, dude, it's expensive. So expensive. That's it's why I don't so, have it. I'm like, bruh, like, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'd rather just get your actual number. Yeah. And just I put know. you in a group text. Right. <laughs> and yeah, so, so I, I'm, man, it's like, dude, that, that has so much potential. It's just like, because if I tried, I feel like I could get like 
a couple hundred numbers. Right. Well, so another like, thing that I do personally is uh, my close friends list on Instagram. Every single person who joins the Patreon, I put them in there. That way I can always reach them. And then with the Patreon app, if I send out a message to everyone, it's right in their pocket. They get a a notification. Um, So it's similar to texting. You you can send a message to all your close friends? All my patrons. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So it's Um, close to texting. Can you make a Patreon like 50 cents a month? I think a dollar is the minimum. That seems doable. Yeah. I'm not looking into it. Man, I'm telling you, as soon as you start getting a couple, it's like, holy shit. You know, you start seeing the progress. It's like each person I get adds to my ability to become financially stable. Yeah, I mean, you're making solid amount on that, dude. And from the content, I thought the contest idea was, I remember your first one was, um, yeah, it was, it was dope. Thank you. Yeah. Cause I always did it in the past specifically for Oren. I always did it to promote his pre-saves. And so whoever pre-save would be in the contest. Um, and then I, I cut out. Oh, sorry. Now I was saying in the past, all the contests were based around Oren. So I was always pushing his pre-save link. Um, mm-hmm. And I DM everyone, get them to pre-save it. They'd be entered into the contest. And that's what it was about. And then when I started doing it without a pre-save and just tickets, um, yeah, it made a lot of money. Because like when I was doing the $200 giveaway um, and I was doing 40 tickets at $20, that's 800 in, 200 out, $600 profit every yeah. weekend. And I did that like eight or nine weeks in a row. Damn. Yeah. So like I said, I've always been. What do you do for work? uh, I'm a software developer. Damn. Um, But yeah, so I I do. I do like it. Oh, okay. And it's a, so I've talked about this before too, but it's a good balance. I feel like, because everyone thinks, oh, I want to be a full-time entrepreneur, but I don't know if you really do. Uh, you know, like it, it sounds cool, but you know, you got to pay for your own health insurance. You have no stability. Um, with me, I have a day job where I'm at a computer all day. Um, they're really flexible with me. If I had, I want, I want on tour and they let me go on tour. Um, and then, so I can code when I want to, and I can do Patreon and Instagram stuff when I want to. Um, and it's just a really good balance. Okay. That's actually sick. Yeah. Cause I just stand in a parking lot all day making TikToks. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah. yeah um that's what's up man i'm glad i mean like you you're, you would say like you're happy you're in a good place i'm awesome man um the only thing that sucks is the fucking the orange situation that i mentioned briefly because yeah you know we were a team um we came up together and i'd hate to see that you know stop being a thing but um yeah y'all work well together too, too like yeah uh so I don't know. We'll see. But aside from that, you know, I, I have a girlfriend now. Uh, we've been dating. Uh, we just passed a year. So that's cool. Um, and then, yeah, man, work's going well. I got the Patreon going. I got these contests. I got these brand sponsorships. Um, playlists are growing. Uh, every, everything's just working out pretty well right now. What's not going well? Uh, so besides the besides the, 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 the one that you just said. Um, I can't oh, see wow. my family. This is COVID shit. I can't tour. Um, Cause I was doing the group classes and I had planned on flying to a different city every weekend. Um, but then everything shut down. Oh, like some past the ox shit. Uh, yeah. So um, I actually, so I came up in, uh, so I did my classes and then people brought me up in Cato's events and ill minds events. Um, after that, I guess they were talking about me with ill mind and, and Cato and, um, yeah, I want to do more of those events because those worked really well for me. Um, yeah, let, me know, like let me know when you come to Atlanta, dude. 
was that let me know when you come back to atlanta yeah i had dude i had two sold out events that i had to cancel um oh, it was gonna yeah, be in sucks. march or april of last year <laughs> how but, much for how much is it for an event uh it was 60 dollars. it'll probably be more um obviously now but yeah i the way i price my time is and it's just something for me um is 200 an hour that's what i I'm, I'm busy enough and I'm competent enough to where I feel that's what my time is worth. So that's why I charge for consultations. That's why when I did the contest, there were three hours, $600 income. When I do the group events, $600, three hours. Um, and holding myself to that standard pushes me to make it happen. You know what I mean? So just valuing your own time is so important. Yeah, I'm at like 20 an hour. <laughs> hey, man, you're still super young. I got, I got I, ways to go. I had nothing music related going for you when i was your age nothing at 23 though you did no it wasn't until i was 24 that i met warren really yeah because y'all met in 2017 yeah i turned i turned 28 um in like two days oh yeah. well happy birthday thank you i'll send you a nice dm i'll send you a dm song okay <laughs> yeah. um yeah i know you like to keep your your, your episodes an hour um, yeah, so we're right about there. Um, did you have a story you wanted to tell from TikTok or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I got recognized in oh, person. Okay. Oh, like you're one... TikTok famous. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm TikTok. <laughs> I would say, look, I, all I would say is that it's another, it was like another sign of encouragement. Okay. So what um, happened? I was working at the parking lot and the dude comes up to me and he's like, yo. And I'm like, fuck. Like, I feel like I know. I, I thought that this was like a situation like from before where I like, met him five times. I don't know his name. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. And he's like, dude, I was like literally scrolling your page like an hour ago. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's sick. Because like TikTok will put, um, will put shit in your area. So oh, it's, it's, okay. it's pretty localized um, yeah. for some of it. Like uh, I've met quite a lot of people from Atlanta. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, that was just crazy. Well, that's dope, man. Didn't you have that going on when you're um, like a few years ago too? Weren't you like well known around campus or something? I was, yeah, oh. I was a bit. I think that was a lot of more. I think that was more word of mouth. But uh, yeah, I was certainly meeting. I was certainly like popular on campus. Well, I could see that very hard to miss. I could see that becoming a thing in your future. Um, so don't. I mean, I would get used to that. Honestly, well, <laughs> I can see you. Gus Glasser, or do you go by MC Gymnasty, or is no, that just, just your Instagram? That's just like my Instagram name. Okay. Are you um, ever no. gonna change that to like you know something more? I the only reason I would is for SEO, but yeah. when you search Gus, some people like when they search Gus, my name comes up first. Wow. Okay. And so Gus Gus G, I think I'm the first one. Oh well, then I would suggest moving over to that if possible. You think so? Yeah, just keep everything consistent because I used I to like be Tyrannicus, dude. I used to yeah. be Tyrannicus and nobody like uh, sometimes you have to rebrand um, to keep it consistent. And that would be my suggestion. Although I love MC Gymnasty. I think it's I, fun I, you to know, say. I, it is consistently MC Gymnasty. Uh, but your Spotify music? Oh, no. Yeah. So that's the yeah, thing. That's the maybe, maybe that would help with TikTok conversion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they see MC Gymnasty. They go look for your song on Spotify with MC Gymnasty and they don't find anything. I guess I got to change my artist. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, that's actually a really good point. I, I, Just fuck, something to I really... think about. No pressure. Tons of pressure. Eh. No. Um, 
All right, man. Yeah, yeah. We, are, we are over the time. Um, and womp, I just, I don't want to get too long on these initial ones just because people are still getting used to it. And I've Can only I ask how many people are listening per one? Uh, per one. So I have my anchor stats here. Oh, you're on anchor. Is that why they come out so quickly? Yeah. So the views on YouTube are different, but I have 10 unique listeners this week. Ah, 32 I, plays. I was one of them. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, and I've I put them out like last week. So, I don't. Know, I can see it growing. Yeah, I think the people you got on here is dope too. Yeah, I'm trying to. I have a list of people that I've met, especially through Rap House, that I'm gonna try and get on the podcast. And yeah, man, I can see it working. So, I'm Chief of going. Chiefs. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Kaylee. <laughs> All right, Gus. Uh, Hell yeah, dude. Appreciate you taking the time to talk with me and uh, making this your podcast. So I got to yes, talk. Yes, this is my podcast, Dust. So you guys are going to see me next week. <laughs> I'm going to call this one Gus Gus Glass, Gus G Podcast with Nick Jorgensen. Gus, yeah, MC, uh, MC Gus Glasser. No, yeah. I don't know. Just All right, man. Well, I'll yeah. talk to you soon. Yeah, um, dude. We'll definitely touch. Dude, keep in touch, man. All right. Well, Bed. best of luck.